0: Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future, part two, one wallet stealing minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Minnesota in the news. And joining us once again from the Flux Capacity cast, Guy Hutchinson and John Galbo. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much. Good evening, America. It's Wednesday, right?
0: Yes, it is. Happy Wednesday. It is Wednesday in America. Um, Hello, Sam and- Sparks. I'm America. And today we are going back to minute 83, which begins with Marty exclaiming, yes, (laughs) and ends with some rando asking Marty if he just stole that guy's wallet. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, uh, this moment is a lot of stuff that we've already seen. Uh, from the first movie, just, it's all from a different angle because it's all from the perspective of, uh, well, when we're not seeing, um, stock footage, obviously yeah. it's all from the perspective of alpha Marty, not beta Marty. So everything is sort of like flipped around. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he George, uh, picks Lorraine up and they walk on a, they float on a cloud It back into the dance and we see uh, Beta Marty in the background being very happy and looking at uh looking at the photo and realizing it hasn't changed and running back inside. Yeah, I'm suddenly um, reminded that this is actually the first time really we're we're seeing Beta Marty's adventure. That's a little bit, yeah. I mean we get we get quite a bit of uh Beta Marty uh this week and next week. Mm-hmm. Um much more than you would think, because we
2: kind of we kind of left them. We kind of for, almost forgot about him when he uh, when he when he drove off
0: into the past. Right, right. That's true. Um, this is uh, the, yeah. This is really like the most meaningful um, time that we've spent with Beta Marty in this movie. That Marty had a completely different childhood than Alpha Marty. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's true. He did, um, which I I just I I feel like. I mean, we bring it up a lot on this show, but I don't think people talk about that enough. Oh, sure. I mean, it's something you could easily forget about
2: if you're not hosting a minute-by-minute minute examination.
3: <laughs> it's a nightmare. I mean, his his life must be a nightmare. They'll just be like, "Oh, you? Well, you know, uh, my best friend Ted, right, Marty, who we went fishing with, and did?" He's like, "I don't. Oh. I don't remember any of my childhood. Meet your I mean, girlfriend, I, Luna Lovegood."
1: Loves- <laughs> unless by some like sciencey y you know wibbly wombly timey wimey thing, uh he's able to retain that knowledge. Mm-hmm.
2: In that I universe uh I mean, in that universe slowly, Jennifer was up. always played
1: by Elizabeth
2: Shue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know I bet that's true. <laughs> Actually, the, I mean that's that's actually true. I mean she Elizabeth Shue is Beta Jennifer. We never see Alpha Jennifer ever again. Yeah, she's huh. she's phased out of existence. Yeah, Beta Jennifer looks like Elizabeth Shue. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, and and Ara Marty pretends that he did doesn't notice the change. Yes, but that's Ooh. why Doc does a double take when he pulls up. He's like, oh my god! I won't say
3: anything.
2: That's what what are we doing? Oh
0: Jesus. You know, Marty's going to act like he doesn't know. I'm going to pretend I didn't notice. Are we
2: not are we not going to talk? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs>
3: here's, here's, uh, my problem. here's my problem with this whole movie. Uh the Marty of, and I don't want to rewind too far back, but the Marty of 2015 knows Doc. So all of this adventure is just frivolous because Marty could have in 2015 said to Doc, can you just keep your son home on, you know, and not have him go to the cafe 80s? To, or can he just say no?
1: I mean, guy, he could have just approached that Marty. Rather guy, than it's, have it's to- Back to the Future, not Bill and Ted. Yeah. It's well, it's also it's a thing, too,
0: where I mean, you're right. Like he could just visit like like 2015 Marty and just be like, hey, so you want to get your shit together, man? Because uh, damn. Um, <laughs> damn. Damn, damn, damn. Um, hey,
2: wait. Yeah. What's what's Doc doing in
0: 2015? Yeah, I, I, I remember you talked about this when we were in 2015. We presume that, you know, from Marty's perspective, he
1: just never saw him again. He was in that studio filming the the short film on the thirtieth anniversary. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, because uh, I mean,
2: he's I, not dead in the twenty fifteen timeline, right? It, well, I don't know. It might have been on. A, a it special- might have been
0: at the very at the very least. He's he. I, I would presume he's dead, but he did start the uh, the. Uh, Emmett Brown, uh, I forget what the, oh, what the, the Institute what the, of Future Technology. Yeah, the Institute of F- Future Technology. Right. So he, that that did that was a thing that he did, but I think he's he's passed away by 2015. I hope his death was on
3: the Atrocities Channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I most mean, most
0: likely was.
3: I mean, to uh, quote
2: to quote Spock in the, in the most recent Star Trek movie, when you live as many lifetimes
0: as him, fear of death almost becomes irrelevant. <laughs> That is true. Um, So I got uh, uh, – once we get through about 45 uh, seconds of this minute, we finally get some new stuff, which is – Before we
3: get to that, there's something I want to point out at about eight seconds. I love the extra that just walks up with his hand in his pocket. He's like – he's hustling over. He's the first guy in line. But he's like, I got things in my pocket I don't want to lose. (laughs) All right,
1: the wee – This is a weird, motley group of extras they've got. You know, that's a good point. Maybe they were smoking reefer outside. uh, Maybe maybe they got it from the band. We were talking about it yesterday, um, about, you know, why they were standing around. Maybe they were just like, smoke break. Don't let Strickland find out. Hey, white kids. You want some of this reefer? And going back even further, maybe that's what Strickland was looking for. Yeah. He could smell it.
0: (laughs) Why do I smell
1: it?
2: He he remembers it from the war. (laughs)
1: Yeah, <laughs> from <happy>. Korean War. <laughs> um, so,
2: um I didn't realize it until watching him from this angle, but uh Betamarty's pants are really baggy. They are, yeah. It, it's almost like a char it's almost like a lower, like Charlie Chaplin level like baggy. Well, well that pants. was
0: uh that was the style with dress pants in the fifties. You know we, know, we didn't get suits. the we didn't get the like kind of like high and tight uh slack style um until the sixties.
2: oh uh, okay. You know, I love how I love how enchanted Marty is by the vision of himself. Yeah. It's
0: like, wow. How
1: do you how do you uh, obviously none of us uh, outside of, you know, taking LST or something, which I've never done, uh, you know, haven't lived like that where you can see yourself. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm cute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I really think. This this is my pe- a pet peeve of mine in a mo- in movies. Um, I have a, I have a big pet peeve where no one who writes movies seems to understand what déjà vu is. Uh they always call like, "Oh, this this situation, I'm seeing it again. Déjà vu." Mm-hmm. N- no, no, that's that's not what déjà vu is. I just saw a cat walk by. I just saw the same cat walk by again. Déjà vu. No. No, that's not what deja vu is. Like, it just... Well, it, well what's your definition of deja vu, Scott? Well, because my, my de- deja vu is like, you feel like everything that you've done, you're doing, you've done before, but you can't pinpoint how or why.
2: Right, like conversations you feel like you've had before.
0: Right. Or like, it's, very, it's very like visceral mm-hmm. and very... Uh, uh, it just throws your your whole like mental equilibrium mm-hmm. off. It's it's more of
2: an internal phenomenon than an external phenomenon.
0: Right, right. Marty, Marty looking at himself, watching uh, George, you know, punch Biff is not. It, it's it's not deja vu. Like, he's like, talk about deja vu. No, that's not deja vu. Like, come on. That would be Marty's. Like, that would be his
2: understanding of deja vu, though. To be fair, you think.
0: I mean I mean, maybe I mean, Do I mean you think maybe he's never had deja vu before, or maybe he's just using it incorrectly,
2: like how like a lot of us use like literally, you know yeah,
1: okay I, I always felt like that line was like a follow up to ooh la la I don't know
2: why, I'm speaking for another French word, <laughs> That's all the French Marty
0: knows <laughs> ooh la la deja vu
3: pourquoi. How you say
1: CPR? Omelette to um, fromage.
2: <laughs> oh man, I, I love that the movie clearly loves um the uh, the the sweeping Lorraine off her feet moment as much as we do because they just they just let that moment play again mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. because it, it's such a lovely moment and yeah I mean you know I mean I mean just. Uh, She's I mean, uh, uh, Leah Thompson is just such a dreamboat in that shot. And mm-hmm. it, it really kind of takes you back to like, oh, right. That's this is the heart of the both stories. You know, like this is what we've been fighting for is those two getting lost in each
0: other's eyes and walking back to the dance, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I, yeah. so Marty breaks through the crowd and I love that, like everyone's crouched around Biff but then when Marty's like, all right, everybody step back. Everybody gets up and, and takes a step back except for that one guy. Yeah, that one John. guy's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Bibb's bit, my boy. I'm going to I'm going to make sure he's OK.
3: Katie
2: hey. Herman played by John Lovitz, it looks like.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this uh, Wesley Mann, the actor who, who does this, is, is I believe, oh, Wesley.
1: 30?
3: He is. Yeah, not Leslie Mann. I thought actress. he said Leslie.
1: Oh, okay.
2: I wish.
3: Uh, but he is, uh, I believe he was 30 when they shot this scene and he looks every day of it.
0: Uh, well, he might, he, he, he might not be a student. He could be, uh, could be a like, teacher. a yeah, he could be like a teacher who's chaperoning. I was going to say like a drifter. <laughs> that would explain, that would explain why he doesn't leave Biff's side mm-hmm. is that he's, he's, a he's chaperoning. So he like legally can't, I mean, whenever oh, I think
2: of teenagers in the fifties, I, I just think of Greece. So it, it doesn't, it feels, it feels right to me.
3: I believe though that he is a drifter, and now he's wandering the countryside, punching people and calling it
1: CPR. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give this man CPR. No, don't. Or 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 maybe he was a teacher and he was fired, and now he's a drifter punching people. Maybe he he said, "You know, I have no, I have no reason to live." Oh, hey, that guy just just punched that other guy and said it was CPR. (laughs) <laughs> Let me so, live live my life vicariously through him. So
0: I looked up I looked up CPR because mm-hmm. I found it questionable that uh, they he had never heard of CPR in in 1955. I thought, oh, surely CPR existed before then. Well, versions of it existed right. uh, before that, but it was never called CPR uh, bef- before 1955. CPR as we know it was introduced in a 1962 training film called The Pulse of Life. Hmm. It was uh like one of those films that you would watch on like a reel to reel in like a classroom, you know, like like oh, Billy uh Billy is drowned, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now Tabitha is going to give him CPR. Uh it was like one of those kind of like training videos. Um, And it was from uh, 1962, so seven years after this. So they would not have known what CPR is, which uh, makes it a good joke. Mm. But, but one that I was always – I always thought was weird because, you know, I've known about CPR my whole life and I can't imagine a time before CPR. Like it's – Man, it must have blown people's
2: minds when they were like, hey, did you know that like when someone's choking to death, you can like intervene and just
1: like – well, that's the Heimlich maneuver. That's Heimlich, yeah. When someone yeah, the Heimlich, kind, like kind what? of CPR, because I was thinking of Ursula Annie, if you remember that, right? Sure. The doll, right? She had terrible breath, but uh, that's
0: because a bunch of strangers blew into her um, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> no, no, I well, I mean, you know, that's 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 her breath was the mixture of like dozens of strangers' breaths. <laughs>
3: <laughs> every kid in your gym class had...
1: now i'm curious to know when that was developed <laughs> i don't know but terrible idea um uh,
0: if if her breath didn't smell like rubbing alcohol i i i, I probably would not uh partake i think <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but uh yeah so uh i like that marty gets to punch biff and he punches him good like yeah. it's square a hard hit. in the face Um, and, and, and Biff gets a, Biff gets a double hit because he, he, he double taps Biff because he, he punches him and then, and then Biff like gets hit on the head when he goes down, like forcefully. Yeah. Um, that's, it's rough. That's a concussion. Yeah, that's definitely a concussion. Um, and, uh, and he's going to drive home later and I, I'm, I question the safety of that. (laughs) I don't think he should be behind the wheels of, uh. Of heavy machinery, <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 he's not gonna know what day it is when he wakes up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I love the joke of the guy. Like, did you just steal his wallet? Like, yeah. he, he. I mean, would you just ask a pickpocket? Like, did you just steal his wallet? <laughs> it's my second favorite line
3: in this entire film. So it follows up ooh la la with I think he took his wallet, and he says yeah. it like three. He still has more. I think he took his wallet to say in the next minute.
0: Yeah, yeah, and true. everyone's like,
2: dude, you know that's Biff? We don't care."
0: Yeah, and he didn't. He just he he took something out of his pocket, but he, you know, just check check Biff. He's yeah. got his wallet. Yeah, also, that's like a big wallet, dude. It's like a billfold.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you know what I'm thinking is the fact that back in the in the you know in the 1950s theft probably wasn't as big as it is today. So maybe he's questioning why he would take Biff's wallet. Yeah. Like, oh, I've never seen
0: anyone steal before. Like, what?
1: Hmm. That yeah.
0: guy took something that wasn't his. <laughs> this That's guy, stealing. the drifter, he this, the drifter, he's like, wait, this could be a gold mine. <laughs> <laughs> steal wallets
3: after giving people CPR.
1: <laughs> he just and punch people and steals their wallets. <laughs> and that man grew up to be John Gotti. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man. Um yeah, so that's, uh, that's pretty much all I have for this minute. Do you guys have anything else? Uh- uh, here's a little trivia. His
3: character yeah. in the novelization is referred to as Lester. Uh, in, the, in, the, in the credits, he's just listed as CPR kid.
0: Oh, he does look like a Lester.
3: Yeah. I'll Maybe give the Lester- novelization that.
2: Maybe it's seminal Rolling Stone music critic Lester Bangs
3: he he. by the way is a guy you'll see if you if you look for him you'll see him a lot he pops up and he's a character actor in a lot of stuff
0: yeah he's got- have you have you guys seen our uh our our kind of like crazy uh blog sibling in which um someone well not someone it, he's a writer for adventure time and he did a uh, the way that we do Back to the Future minute by minute, he did Back to the Future, the novelization page by page. Oh, he did a page is, by yes. page breakdown. It's phenomenal. It is so funny because uh, that novelization is crazy. Uh, and he's he's not going to do the sequels because they're not as good. They were like kind of written for kids. Yes. Uh, I, I, so he's. I it's remember
3: this. Uh, the first book was done by George Guip, and I I like that book. It's it's interesting because it's the earlier draft of the movie, so it's got him dressed the way that Eric Stoltz dressed in the in the publicity photos you see of Eric Stoltz. He's you know, right. Um, and it's got some sequences and stuff that are, aren't in the, in the thing. And it's very funny what, uh, when he makes fun of that, but the, the sequel books, I remember I got them from like, you used to get like the weekly reader from scholastic news. And once a year you'd get like a book fair at your school. And I, oh yeah. Troll books, Malwa,
1: yeah. New Jersey. That's where I, up where I work.
3: And I ordered uh, Back to the Future 2, and as any youngster would do, first thing I did was start flipping for those swear words, and they were all, like, <laughs> replaced. And so I'm reading this book, and, and I hadn't seen the movie yet, and I was like, oh, and they put this silly thing where he doesn't want to be called chicken. I wonder what they really call him in the movie. And then I went and saw <laughs> the movie, and oh. oh.
1: Okay. <laughs> Isn't that That's book? because i had those books didn't they have like something in the back like stickers or bookmarks or oh, something probably
3: yeah oh,
1: most likely
0: yeah um all right well uh you guys have anything you want to plug today sure uh you can check out our podcast the flux capacit
3: cast at the acpn.com uh you can also Uh, You can get my book. If you're into 80s nostalgia, you can get my book on the history of the only Sesame Street theme park in the world, which is in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. I've covered the 36-year history of that park
1: in a book. And the murders that occurred. (laughs)
3: SesamePlaceBook.com. And and
1: you can get my book on Adult Swim in the year uh, 2072. All right. Fair enough. I'll save up.
0: Um, all right. Well, uh, we will be back tomorrow with minute 84. But in the meantime, you can go to our website, duelinggenre.com, where you can check out our other podcasts like The Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who podcast, where we watch every story. Uh, every Doctor Who story, one Doctor at a time. Uh, you can also check out Geek by Night, our original audio drama about uh, nerdy friends who run a comic shop together and get superpowers. Um, it's a comedy. It's fun. If you like Back to the Future, you'll love Geek by Night. So go check that out and go to DuelingGenre.com slash support where you can become a patron uh, and uh support us there and, and you'll get uh exclusive content including back to the future minute no roads edition and uh something that we will continue to do throughout the back to the future minute hiatus as we prepare for season three of the show, our third and final season yeah. uh of the show. Uh it's gonna be weird not doing the show anymore, but we're we're there is uh there it used to be that there was no end in sight and now uh and now there actually is which is which is interesting couldn't you um, technically do the ride also uh well that's actually one of our uh one of our uh patreon um mm. goals is actually we want to do a live episode and when we do the live episode we want to do back to the future the ride um,
2: which i've never seen or
1: been on
0: yeah so that should be uh, and I have a lot of experience with the ride. I've probably ridden it, you know, 20 times. It was so. It's
1: the greatest ride that Universal has ever had.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, so, yeah, go check that out and uh, become a patron and, and you'll get uh, No Roads Edition and get us at that goal of uh, doing our uh, Back to the Future Minute Live, uh, Back to the Future the Ride um, episode for... Um, uh, you know, maybe maybe as our series finale or something. That would be fun. Um, but uh, yeah, so go check that out. And of course, special thanks to our Patreon associate producer Leaper One Eighty Two. And we'll be back tomorrow with Minute Eighty Four. Bye.